I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. And I'm James J. Moyles. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And on this week's episode, we are hunting Garangolm. Ooh. It's alive! And his son. Play the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a Jericho coming down. Now you know. Oh, bring the wall down. A monster characterized by its massive and rigid body. Garangarm are generally placid, living in regions with fertile soil. Their sap-like fluids can promote plant growth, forging a symbiotic relationship with flora that grows in their bodies. They can also use that sap to harden plants or the surrounding soil, outfitting their bodies and enhancing their attacks. I feel the descriptions have lost some, you know, zhuzh in recent years. Well, (laughs) in Rise you've separately got the little poems, right? So maybe... I suppose, yeah. yeah. That's where all the character is. A pure creature. Lingering to its heart's content. It looks docile and innocent at first glance. But if it's disturbed from its peaceful desire, pure anger becomes pure strength. As its power grows, so does its ire. Getting in its way is risking life and limb. It's already too late to realize that this creature's desires are not to be trifled with. First of the big three lords. Yeah. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool. I'm I'm surprised it's the first one of the three. Yeah. I mean, not... I mean, not with how they've done it, because it is the least difficult, I imagine, but... Yes. But, (laughs) like, trying to make a monster based on a werewolf or a Dracula is pretty simple. Trying to make a monster hunt a monster based on a Frankenstein is a bit more of a mission. Is it? I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I guess it depends on what the characteristics you're looking to do. I, uh, I yeah, I, I suppose there's no obvious mega power, but then I guess werewolves aren't don't have any specific powers as but much as the just they are wolfy. Right? Uh, yeah, maybe. So it's just also, also I'm just thinking like it makes sense that it's a Frankenstein because we have the other two. But by itself, it's just a big monkey in an armor. I was about, yeah, to, yeah, about yeah. to say that, yeah. Like, we'll we'll speak about the other two, obviously, on future episodes. But they do things that are very much, oh yeah, that's a werewolf, or oh yeah, that's a vampire. But as you said, had you just had this monster in a bubble by itself, you would definitely you'd be like, is Frankenstein? I mean, maybe for the head design a bit, but not in what it does. I don't remember Frankenstein have... growing moss and fire on his arms and punching the shit out of Dr. Frankenstein. Well, I've seen a theory that it's that he patches itself up with bits of other monsters. And that's why right, it's a Frankenstein okay. about it. Well, I thought he was infusing it with the earth as opposed mm. to monster bits. Mm. That would have been a 
cool way to do it. If we could it. have literally seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, what's the big Almost octopus bit... guy? Big uh, octillery. From Generations. Um, the carcass. The carcass, yeah, yeah, where he's like literally using dead monsters' heads on the end of his tentacles yeah. and using their powers. If they'd been a bit more literal like that, that would have been more Frankenstein-y. But they have put I out suppose... like, official art where he's literally... They've recreated Frankenstein movie posters with the Garangob, so it definitely is what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. which, uh, I mean, there is a quest later in the game with those three... Uh, called the Monster Mash, believe it or right. not. Oh, amazing. Uh, so <laughs> I you mean, know, I they know what they're doing. That for me because that's amazing. But yeah, ah, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like like the, I'm definitely they know what they're doing. Tweet that out and say that it's a deliberate reference to us. <laughs> of course, like, <laughs> <laughs> just it's great to see you've got fans at Capcom and tag them. Make sure you tag yeah. them. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like, like I think if you maybe like had that element come across where it was like using other monster bits, would it then be a bit more of like a horror monster, like a bit of a Valhazak maybe mm. style creature? Um, but you know, Frankenstein's design aside, like I do really like the Garangom fight. I think it's you know fighting them is is damn fun. I love. I always love a big punchy sort of ape monster. I like um, Rajang. I like the Mr. Harag first name Goss in Rise. <laughs> and yeah, this guy's probably big as well. He's like King Kong in armor. It's like King Kong visits the Planet of the Apes. I'm a big fan. Yeah, definitely a lot more gorilla build, like using his front arms to pop him mm. up in that. Um, and that, w- one thing I've noticed as well that they've done a lot in recent games, especially a lot in Rise actually as well, is having like the ability to knock the monster like visually knock it out of its like rage mode mm. um like, like a big explosion or a big effect and it usually drops a shiny when you do that mm. and i do think that's something they should keep keep doing because it's so, so <laughs> satisfying i don't care if it's in every single monster fight it's so good but also, Garen goes. Oh, so it, got... it definitely makes sense with something like this, where he's got his big paws that you can smash off, right? Yeah. But yeah. He's also got a very big, very expressive face. So, like smacking him in that and knocking him out is really satisfying. Hmm. He has a, a big yeah. dumb expression and it goes all loopy. Big <laughs> chunky noggin. Big stone head. What um... a sweet. Swede. A, a Swede? What? It's a, it's what you call a head. I've never heard what? that. What are you chatting about, Luke? Maybe it's because I grew up in farmer country, but my friend Barnsley, <laughs> who has an overly large head, everyone would say, look at the size of the Swede on him. <laughs> no, I have never heard that I've before. I've never That's heard that. <laughs> I thought you were like, like being really rude to Swedish people or something. Like yeah, that. that was my guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, the only Swedish person I I know well has a very very small head. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Going against your phrase. <laughs> yeah, you should really tell them to grow a larger head. Really make up for the uh, confusion. I tried putting a bike pump up his nose and sort of inflating, but he wasn't happy. 
It wouldn't screw on properly, I assume. So. Yeah. You need a, a tight seal. There's a bit of um, almost like Bracadios vibe I, I get coming from Garangon, like with it yeah, I guess... covering its arms and natural elements. It doesn't... It doesn't have the same effect of like leaving it everywhere that you got with Bracadios. Yeah, well, it that's a slime, it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it needs to clock you with it for it to really get you with the, the effects. This guy, but it can happen, obviously. The the dual elements aspect as well is another clever idea because you could have just had it literally, maybe like two mossy arms would have been probably the most obvious route to go down, but it does make for a really striking visual where both its arms are lit up and uh, one's all that kind of watery green gunky and you've got the flaming arm right next to it as well and it really makes for some like really visually striking moves as well like, there's one he does where he kind of like hops back on his his legs and then like takes both his arms and just like slams his fists together right in front of him like for oh, a big cool. massive shockwave have that's i review really... made a garangon weapon Yes, I have. No. Do you get? Is it two elements or does it pick one? No. So it's it, and unfortunately with the sword and shield, it's just raw damage. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, would have been a cool idea to have, like, maybe the first ever dual element weapon. But would that be too broken? Probably. Well, yeah. they have dual elements on dual swords all the time. Um, Do they? But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't checked the Garen Gold one. In fact, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, but yeah, no, no element. So they obviously go for just the smashing rather than the elements. But yeah, yeah. So, so, so dual blades has often had um, had dual weapons. So I know that like the Akanto one, there was like a ice and fire because of the uh, subspecies. And yeah, there's there's one really weird one that's a dual element in this. The I think Espinas makes sense. Um, but it's like explosion and fire. I think it might be the Sounds like Baz to me. No, no, I thought it was like the um, what's he called? Teostra. Yeah, Teostra's oh, well, yeah, explosion, explosion, and ice. Oh, and ice. Yeah, yeah, it's a really weird one. That is odd. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's very odd indeed. Although now learning that the dual blades can have dual elements and his doesn't, I now just like now disappointed he doesn't have a dual element weapon. <laughs> trailer yeah. made for it. Yeah. Bonkers. He did a new move in that hunt um, that I'd never seen before. Where he like, because like one thing he does do as well is you'll like lift a massive chunk of rock out of the earth, um, mm. which um, is very much a Rajang move, right? Like Rajang has had oh, that yeah. for a while, um, but Garangom then like slams it on his feet and stands on it and makes it blow up. Like I'd never seen that before. It was kind of like, I, I, from what I gathered, it looked like it was his way of ending his rage mode. Like, like a lot of monsters have like a, I suppose like a Nova, like Teostra's Nova attack, for example, is the most famous one probably. Because um, I noticed once he'd done that, his arms weren't charged up any longer. Um, so mm. I guess that's, if you don't knock him out of the rage mode in time, which I guess we must have done in other hunts with him. Um, but I suppose yeah, with, us, yeah, yeah. with us chatting shit and as you'll hear in the episode to come <laughs> creating art um, it was maybe a bit uh, we're a bit distracted and obviously he had enough time to then 
get that move yeah, off. Yeah, no, no, I certainly wasn't attacking the arms, and I guess that Jas probably almost definitely always will be. So, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel like I it. had seen that move before, but then I've been hunting the monster solo, so I've mm, had longer yeah. hunts, and he's had more chance to do all his moves. That's fair. Yeah, I think I've literally only fought him multiplayer. So. Are you ever of you guys big Frankenstein's monster boys? Um. No. <laughs> I've read no. some of the Marvel comics about him. They're not the most exciting ones. He's a Marvel character. What? No. I mean, it, it, when he does exist in Marvel. Well, yeah. Well, he's completely that's... out of copyright because it's a book that's like hundred forty years that's old. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a period where they did like a Dracula comic. They did like um yeah Frankenstein. They they've done. Yeah, they started doing a lot of sort of the, the supernatural creatures and they all had their own books for a little while, so... Then Wolverine came along and kicked all their asses. Probably... That's it. Wait, wait, waiting for Wolverine to show up still. I'll, I'll get there one day. I've read the original novel. Um, and I've, I've also I've, read the original novel. I've definitely yeah. seen the odd Frankenstein film, but if I'm picking a monster to watch, he's never my top choice. Hmm. I think it's because, and I suppose it's the case of a lot of these classic movie monsters as well, is, like, had you been watching them back in the day, it maybe would have felt fresh, but now we've seen the story of Frankenstein and his monster Mm. iterated and done so many times, I suppose, that it's, it maybe doesn't make for vastly original viewing. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we've had really good modern reimaginings of the idea of a vampire or the idea of a werewolf, or even specifically mm. like Dracula. I don't think anyone's quite done a good modern reimagining of Frankenstein yet. Or if they, but is if that, they is that have... because you don't, you, but then it's just not needed as such, is it? I, I, I guess that the tale is the the create creator being destroyed by his own creation. I guess they. Like, I mean, we have AI stories and stuff for that mostly, so. Is it gonna? That's the point I was compete? about to make. Yeah, is we just they do it in a different version now. Like it would yeah, be an yeah. AI robot, or even if it is like reanimated corpses, you've got like Herbert West reanimator. Just literally going back to yeah. the Frankenstein well is not so interesting. That's it. And it is such a um, like it's, it's, it's like proper sci-fi, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to more supernatural. Whereas I guess those supernatural things hold a lot more right. Yeah, sci- relevance still. Sci-fi can be made irrelevant by learning more science. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if it's just yeah, like yeah. that's magic, you can get away with that forever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you, we gotta give thanks to the original book because I think we wouldn't have sci-fi without Mary Shelley. So, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that um, Garangon brings in, hence the name, obviously, is a uh, golem or a golem yeah. from like Jewish folklore. Um, which I guess yeah. is similar themes to Frankenstein because it's an artificial man created and then how the creator treats it means it can be either a monster or a hero sort of thing. That's right, yeah. I mean, I I, I did a, a film course um, in uni and one of the films we saw was a German film uh, from like the 30s or 40s called Der Golem, which okay. was just... Um, Purely, it was again like the way they put put it on portrayed it on screen. It was very like the the, the actual golem, if I remember rightly. Um, and forgive me, it was ten years ago. Someone maybe a bit, a bit, a bit, maybe a bit muddled, but I do remember. It 
What's that? I've not gone back and rewatched it. <laughs> research yeah sorry I'll, I'll do better next time uh but i remember uh, the golem in the film having like his his makeup and things would be very similar to what you would expect from a frankenstein so right the stories like you said do share not just a lot of like thematic similarities but it, back, back when the films were being made um or the, the visual similarities as well mm. well let's just look forward to jay guesting on matt and luke sci-fi sanctuary for the golem <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember being one of the one of the standouts from that course, so I would be up for that. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, that's official. Don't know where I'd fucking find it to watch it because oh, it's, it's <laughs> films that old are just you just put it in Google and you can watch it. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably on YouTube somewhere in its yeah. entirety. No, I didn't feel the need to research Frankenstein or Gollum's because I like. I've already read Frankenstein, and I did a Gollum month about Pokemon like two months ago, so. It's really not about the Pokemon Gollum, because it's not no, about Gollum. Reggie's. The Reggie's. Yes, yeah, I, I probably presume. I, I think you are meant to say it Gollum, right? Rather than Gollum. I would have said Gollum. I was surprised that we've been saying Gollum this much. I think it's just so a, because of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> a very different Gollum. <laughs> I know. I know. Although. The way Garen Golem walks, the only Golem I can think of that does that is Golem from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the way Garen Golem walks is a gorilla. Mate. That's what I, like, yeah. I, like, I like the way you say the only Golem, as if like you've been thinking about loads and loads of the buggers. Like, <laughs> how many have you seen walk? Uh, Reggie Rock, Reggie yeah. Steel, Reggie Ice, <laughs> Reggie. Have you seen them walk? Do they walk? No, they sort of hover around. Yeah, that's it. See, it's not even relevant. Reggie Gigas walks. I've seen him walk. <laughs> Saw him down the park the other day. Just having a nice little walk. <laughs> yeah, the way he said that definitely made it come across like Reggie Gigas was a real living thing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him walk. I definitely saw him. <laughs> it's to me, Jay. <laughs> But um, yeah, you were talking about the name, obviously, the Gollum part very much invoking Der Gollum. Yeah, I'm not sure where the Garen part comes from, um, because they don't write blogs about what the names mean anymore. Boo. What's in Japanese? I was thinking, uh, like, Garen Gorumu. All right, fair. <laughs> so you still need to know what the Garen is. Yeah. <laughs> should have hit you up the word theory, I didn't think about it in time. I, 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 I don't have a good theory. I have mad thoughts like gangrene because he's green. And he's <laughs> <laughs> probably probably stop with those thoughts because that, that was terrible. <laughs> Partly, it's I just literally put garan meaning and right. f- f- comes from the French origin meaning guard or guardian. Well, it could be. Wait, what are they called? The yeah. three other oh, three lords, not the three guardians. No, it. Yeah, three lords. That's right. Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't really work. Although it does also, it is also a, a meaning in Cornish for a bird, crate, crane. <laughs> so maybe oh. we weren't that, weren't that far removed from the bird world after in, all. In Japanese, it means like a Buddhist garden, I think. But that could actually be relevant because he's covered in moss. The natural yep. part. Yeah, I give you that one. Yeah. That's the best one we've had so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. I, I prefer the bird. <laughs> you would. <laughs> But that, that does make sense. Yeah. There we go. We've cracked it. We are lawheads. Yep. 
move on to the next case. <laughs> boom, boom. That was meant to be the law and order noise, but I don't know how to make that. I don't know that noise. There's a lot of reverb on that noise. Like, don't think you can actually make that with. Uh, we can get Must to make it. I definitely can't, can't make okay. it by just punching my own thigh and going boom, boom. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, it was much more basil brush. <laughs> Well, that was our podcast, and wasn't it fab? Next week, it will be time for crab. Fuck's sake! It's turn next week, so join us for that one. Until then, look, where can we be found? We can be found on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. Also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just search Monster Mash Podcast. Make sure you include the word podcast, or you just get the song. Even though we're definitely more famous than the song now. And uh, make sure you the are you using for that? Really annoying thing is now, though, when you're going to search Monster Mash, Monster Hunter, it's going to come up with a fucking quest from this game now. <laughs> yep, time to rebrand again, lads. <laughs> like I always say, you just got to say Monster Mash. Unless there's someone who launches a podcast about repeatedly playing that quest again and again, in which case then they'll probably be us. Tell you what, some other motherfuckers did launch a podcast and we still come up first, so suck on that. Guys, you talk about the monsters you talked about. I think they were talking about these kind of monsters, so it's actually a much more relevant name for them. Well. Till then, Jay. I guess until... No, well, oh no, you're giving me the pressure. Oh no, yeah. he's oh. not going to give it to me, is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, you should tweet Andyman nine four nine your thoughts on nineteen forties German film Der Gollum. Hmm, might be an insightful read. <laughs> so, oh, what's this monster based on? Der Gollum. And on that note, (laughs) tumbleweed. (laughs) Catch you next time. See ya. Keep mashing. Keep mashing. Fuck off. (laughs) Just gonna start trying to make new catchphrases at the end of every episode. I think I need some better sign-offs.